Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Pod. Um, on lead vocals, as always, it's Gina. On bass, we got Anne. Anne, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Yeah. Happy to be with y'all. I'm happy to be with you, buddy. <laughs> it's good to see ya. And Cezanne on guitar, keyboards, haunted oboe, demonic xylophone. Hey. Um, how you doing, partner? Circle in the drain. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's like right. a five-month-long yeah. just drain circle. Is that right? Trip around, yeah. around. Sorry yeah, it's so not great. It's uh, well, it's kind of like a state of limbo, but it is kind of like right. Uh, dread on the horizon. Never quite get there. At least for me, I feel lucky in that. <laughs> But it's always okay. So, so near constant state of dread is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Con- yeah. yeah. I feel, but I, I also feel, you know, I also feel privileged to be in that state. You ha- are you hashtag mm-hmm. blessed? Yep. Okay. Yep. okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, I just a little little uh, quarantine check in. Um, we like, I, I want to see what the evolution of our, our hobbies and pastimes have been. Um, <laughs> so where are you at your pastimes? What we, you started out of paint by numbers of, um, wolves. Um, and where, where are you now, Cezanne? What are you doing to, to pass the hours? Uh, well, I never finished that wolf. Um, and I probably never will. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> And I feel like it's pretty symbolic of what this whole sure. period of my life is like. So some stops, I mean, some starts and a lot of stops. And a lot of stops. Right now, what I've been doing is um, uh, figuring out how to get my kids on screens, but kind of diversify their screen time so that I feel okay. good about it. And then sure. kind of go into my room and avoid uh, doing other things, but just like being okay by myself. I've been reading a lot of books. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. what what have you been doing? Um. Well, one of the things that has been my little side project is working on a, a mouse mm. infestation 
um, outside of town at a house. And uh, I'm, I'm in the works. Gonna, I've got a plan to make up a, a rules binder so I can get people on board to help me Help right, me help it's a, you. It's a shared sure, area. I think that's important to, to know. Right. If right. you were so, the one solely um, in charge, this would never have happened. No, no. Mm-hmm. But there are, there are non-family members who don't respect the sanctity right. of the place. Right. And um, I'm going to make up some rules binders, uh, you know, some Hank, some posters poster board i feel like perhaps a load of those tri trifold like a yeah. history fair maybe some laminating is in like, order <laughs> yeah yeah so um because all i've done so far is left um insane handwritten scraggly notes uh taped to a board so i've been right. the recipient of many but of I'm those gonna get notes. that into a binder i'm gonna i'm gonna type those up and because that's not all that goes into them. I'm. It's also the the bait stations, uh, the physical, the physical labor. Yeah, sure. you guys. <laughs> right. That's a fun project. Right, as opposed to when I had the psychological mono mono with the rat king. <laughs> um, we have had our times with what? rodents lately, haven't we? Right. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm. I I bring this up. Because um, what I got into was um, there was a series of videos um, on YouTube. Apparently, at some point during the 50s and 60s, um, in Canada, they made films in a mental institution. And they were cataloging different psychiatric disorders and uh, I watched them all, and um, so it was like catatonic schizophrenia. Oh my gosh! Um, you know, anxiety, anxiety, and housewives. Um, Which is a specific. A lot of kind. it was just very right. A lot of it was just variations in homosexuality right. um, that they called something mm-hmm. else. But um, yeah, and the thing of it was um, is that. You know, a lot of it, because it was just right after World War II, so, you know, it, uh, there was a lot of things involving Nazis and stuff, and, um, it, the, you know, here's the problem, though, is that, um, it, it got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, I was like, so these, right, so these diseases, always existed but the material was always different right that right. you had to work from so you know now like it, you know it was the cia or it was the nazis and i was like well, but what it what were they thinking oh i don't know in the 17th century well there's an answer for that <laughs> so apparently there was an artist and they made this illustration of something called the influence machine um <laughs> And I can send Whoa. it to you. <laughs> and it's like a, like a Da Vinci illustration, right? Of um, he he was schizophrenic, and it was a machine that could change your thoughts from afar. Ooh. Okay. And um, you could see what was going out and what they could steal. Those, Whoa. those thoughts. And, um, I love stuff like that. Yeah, and there was a, a modern artist 
that recreated the machine. Like they actually built it because the details were so specific. Wow. In. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure like two down to the millimeter or whatever. And you're like, Gina, why are you describing this in such detail before a pod? Because Anne, <laughs> I'm just curious if something like that didn't exist. <laughs> it did. Um, we're talking about Cointel Pro today, guys, on Axe of Pro. Axe of Pro! <laughs> it's already inside my head, guys. It's already inside They're my head. You. Okay. Axopod. Turn the machine off. Turn, turn the machine turn off. It off, guys. Axopod. Now, this is one of my favorite topics because does it involve paranoia, KGB tactics, the Cold War? Yes, all of the, all of the above, all of my favorite things. Um, so here at Axopod, what do we like to do, Anne? What do we like to do in Axopod? Why are you saying like me? <laughs> okay, uh, we like to look at something going on right now, uh-huh. uh, contemporary today or yesterday times. <laughs> what? Wait. Okay. Yesterday <laughs> times. <laughs> Twenty-five <laughs> minute like ago times. Me. We like to go look into look at something going on today in the news, uh, what people are talking about, and we want to put that in a historical context because um, nothing really is happens out of a vacuum. So things that may seem maybe characterizes oh new what's going on this is crazy um, there's usually a historic explanation. Yeah, I mean that's beautiful. Yeah. That's why I asked you, okay. Ian. Okay, great, good. But, um, so, um, coin, cointel bro, or I've heard it said, I, I've heard Co-intel? it pronounced cointel pro. <gasps> oh, cointel pro. Okay. Do you know why I'm saying yeah. it that way? <laughs> okay. It, there's a Twitter handle. Never mind. <laughs> that it's, there's a filthy twist to oh. it. And, um, okay. Anyway. I'm trying to think of what that would be. It's, Okay. Me too. Um, I'll, I'll text it to you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Cointel Pro. Sorry. Um, and that's short. That's short for Counterintelligence Program. That's right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yes, Counterintelligence Program. Um, okay. So. Now, back in the 50s, now J. Edgar Hoover, um, you know, I would say dubious figure historically. <laughs> Problematic. Problematic. Some... Issues. I would say, I would say he has politically <laughs> leaned to the right. A little bit. So, um, the reason it started, um, in the 50s, 56, um, uh, it started, they infiltrated the Socialist Workers Party. Um, and at the time, they were using, um, I guess the way they justified it is because they thought that maybe foreign intelligence was, or, or, or I guess foreign agents might be infiltrating through domestic uh, when it comes to communism. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Because what what it later went on to do, I think it was, they were super just concerned with what was going on yeah. here. Right. When it came to other subgroups. Right. That's the thing. So the way that they justified it initially was like, so these, because you're, everyone is allowed to have these sort of domestic pro, you're allowed to have groups, you know, like of the right to assembly you're you're allowed to have these mm-hmm. kind of groups so these far right parties like the socialist workers party like you're allowed to do that um but they were afraid that the and the communists like that they were afraid that maybe the russians had infiltrated these groups so they just wanted to keep an eye on it is what they said and yeah in order to sort of like and this is where they kind of went a little too far bust the groups up is use Cold War methods, which may seem familiar if you listen to past episodes, because these are old KGB techniques, which, again, I spent hours <laughs> reading <laughs> the KGB techniques <laughs> on the internet, because um, they're fascinating. But what they would do was they would, rather than apply pressure from the outside, which then you would feel like you were being attacked. And then you would be like, oh my gosh, guys, like we're being attacked. Yeah, close ranks, to- get stronger. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, um, unite against the common it, enemy. Don't want that to happen. That's right. right. That's right. They would introduce these sort of like, um, these, the poison pen letters. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they would sort of suggest that, like, one member, like, what happened? Didn't we collect funds? What happened to them? <laughs> yeah. You know? And they just sort of, like, introduced, like, gossip. And they just couldn't trust one another. And I think that guy has been talking to the FBI, you mm-hmm. know? Except that the guy that said that was the one that was talking to the FBI. Right. <laughs> right. You know? And just sort of, like, foster this, like you know, this paranoid feel and that nobody could sort of trust one another. Didn't they rely pretty heavily on, like, pamphlets that just came from kind of nowhere with some, like, ham-handed, like, references of, like, hello, fellow Bolsheviks. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh. And then it's like, you know, and they would say, like, Nobody, nobody we know wrote any letter like this. And they were like, are you trying to suggest somebody would just make it up, you know? And it was, so it was, you know, that old sort of line, like, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. It was, yeah, you know, they were, so there was always somebody in the group who was like, guys, what, what if it is the FBI? They were like, Shut up, nerd. Right. You know, but like that nerd was right. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that it was like there there was a lot of talk about cartoons. And I was like, oh, this is like the original me, you know, <laughs> like just circulate this weird cartoon. No one knows where it came from. And then it's like, yeah, look at that. Look what they're doing. You know, you should be scared of this whoever, you know, whatever XYZ uh, group. It's anti-American. Well, and that's the thing. So they, they were like working at dual purposes. So they would, 
they would scare the public about, they would taint like their reputation among the public to make them look dangerous. And then within the organization themselves, they would make them distrust one another. Right. And yeah. Yeah. It seemed to me like, so yeah, they ostensibly there was, they were saying that it was about this outside threat, but really it was a threat that, that whatever group posed to the status quo and the current power structure. So Mm -hmm. right where it maybe was like labor groups and then, you know, black power groups and what have you down the line. Well, and that's, that's a very important point because, um, yeah, what we'll see the greater justification for the infiltration of more groups, because at the beginning, the justification was that, that these groups may harbor, you know, Russians or Cubans or outside. Mm -hmm. And that's why they had to infiltrate it. But then there were domestic groups where there was no threat of outside interference. They were just domestic groups and the threat. Oh, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was going to say all these domestic groups needed was the history of just the right. United States. Right. It's not like it took. To be that's what they to. were. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you they know. were organizing against in the first place, not like, yeah. Right. Well, and the thing of it is that the justification from the FBI, what they said very blatantly was that they threatened the status quo. Mm-hmm. But right. again... What's wrong? That's not illegal. I mean, there. Who? I guess nobody. To the FBI, <laughs> it's okay to threaten the status quo. I mean, yeah, technically, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's not well, against the law, right? There's all, but I feel like it's always been uh, been greatly well, discouraged. It, here's by the deal. To, certain. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm tr- talking over you. No, no, but I'm, the, yeah, no, I'm good. The name counterintelligence program suggests that it's just an intelligence thing. Like, oh, well, we need to know what these groups are doing just so if things get out of hand. Mm-hmm. But really, they went in there in order to destroy the the groups themselves. It wasn't just like, let's figure out what they're doing. It's like no, we we need to go yeah. and and t- tear it apart. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing is like when you do well, like when I was doing research about this, or all of us, but is that you hear complaints about this kind of thing from far right groups a lot because their fear is always that you know because they're, they're always talking about like a well-regulated militia right. and everything because the government, you know, that's what like the sort of, you know, the Ruby Ridge and Waco and all that yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but in those cases, like we're talking about the groups that were stockpiling weapons yeah. and like right. these groups d- did not like the, did not have a history of violence before that they were infiltrated. You know, they did not have weapons like, well, so there wasn't, but there's a difference between how they reacted to yeah. groups that really that really um, threatened the status quo versus groups that just kind of like groups like the labor organizations and groups like Black Power, um, which would kind of hit people in like in the pocketbook, so to speak, versus groups like mm-hmm. the KKK, which was a hate group, but still 
part of the power structure, right? They dealt with those in different ways. Yeah. Well, and not yeah, only that, because they were also the sheriffs, the judges. Yeah, it the was. It was else. more like let's yeah. just see if we can kind of put you, put a hitch in their giddy up versus let's just see if we can like completely <laughs> obliterate these th- these groups. Well, and the right. Yeah, the and the only reason that they even went after the KKK was because Lyndon Johnson at, like put pressure on them. This was like right. like long after they had gone. Yeah. The, yeah. The the great majority of the groups that they targeted were leftist yeah. groups. Yeah. But it, it's not as if they were going after all groups equally. Right. Like it was some objective pastime. No, 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 no. It yeah. wasn't like they were, because I think that now we have, because it, for example, like they, you know, the FBI kind of has its eye on cults now after Jonestown. But there was the, the mm-hmm. halcyon days for cults when mm-hmm. you could really just marry 13 year olds <laughs> with impunity and just do what you wanted without anybody getting involved. But, like, it really did take, like, a couple of hundred people dying before yeah. somebody was like, is nobody is nobody <laughs> taking a peaky week when, you know, a couple of hundred people go off somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's looking out for that, you know? Okay. Um, so after the 50s, um, this is what caught their eye. This is the little 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 jewel that the shimmers that caught their eye. The Puerto Rican independence movement, the American Indian movement, um, black nationalist groups, um, which uh were as diverse as the Nation of Islam, the Black Panthers, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which God forbid, and the Congress of Racial Equality, or CORE, so um, they had people within all of those groups um, that had infiltrated all of those groups. And um, I think very famously you'll know that not a lot of them lived out their natural lives. <laughs> <laughs> Strange coincidence. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like zero, really zeroed in. Um, thinking that, that was low since there was another one, the... Oh, the student. <gasps> That's um, right. That's right. Because uh, Stokely Carmichael, they targeted him. Oh, yeah. So he ended up was like, okay, later, I'm going to leave this country. Um, uh, what, yeah, I have, what is it called? Yeah, it was because it was the the students that were um, processed. Oh, I have. Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Because they were, they were protesting the... Which is a yeah. It tells you right in the name how violent. Yeah, they, they were super dangerous. To be taken. Yeah. About not wanting violence. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they were super violent about non-violence. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, he 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 was uh Carmichael really wanted to like unite and really kind of bridge bridge the gaps between different organizations and find common ground and um, that scared the. S-H-I-T out of, you know, I'm sure Hoover and whoever um, else. Well, yeah, I, well, you know, because 
I'm sure we'll get to this, but um, to the break-in. The program was secret until 1971 when the Citizens Commission to investigate the FBI burgled an FBI field office in Media, Pennsylvania, took several dossiers and exposed the program by passing this material to news agencies. Oh, yeah, yeah, and and it happened, sorry, it happened during the boxing match between Ali and Frazier. That's right. So they did it. They used that as cover. So they kind of... Yeah, yeah. It's really smart. And then they mailed mailed it to different news agencies, so not one of them could, like, turn it over. Like, if they were like, oh, shit, I'll turn this over to the FBI. (laughs) Like, they... And they did it, like, over time. And... It was a bad, for example. <laughs> Here's one of the quotes. Um, so not long after Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, um, the assistant to the FBI director wrote, We must mark King now, if we have not before, as the most dangerous, not great term, uh-huh. um, right. in the future of this nation. It may be unrealistic to limit our actions against King to legalistic proofs that would stand up in court or before congressional committees. And at this point, because they had infiltrated um, the his committee for so long, they had compiled all of this information from eavesdropping, IRS harassment, um, anti-King propaganda, and they had put all this compilation tapes, including things that they had taken from um, eavesdropping from, like, telephone wires from when he had had affairs. And they mm-hmm. delivered it to him. Um, and essentially were trying to convince him to commit suicide. Yeah, the letter was mm-hmm. very, like, very vitriolic. Of course, it wasn't. Of course, they didn't identify themselves, but uh, they made it sound like it was somebody who had just randomly discovered what you know what he was up to, and yeah, basically, it was like you know what you have to do, right? Right. God. Right. You know what you have to do, and if if you don't do it, we'll we'll expose you. And they sent the same letter to JFK, right? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. God. Or maybe they, well, maybe they took care of it instead, but that's a, huh, you know, the JFK assassination. Don't get me started. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's worth but, to say we haven't said this yet. This whole operation was against the law. Yeah. Very, very much so. Not legal. Yeah. Very much so. Illegal actions by the, uh, by the FBI. Extra legal? Extra legal. There extra, you go. Super extra Super legal. extra illegal. Legal. <laughs> well, and the other thing is that these dirty tricks that they were playing, they were trying mm-hmm. to, like, they had infiltrated, like I said, like the Nation of Islam. So there was a lot of ble- bad blood between Malcolm X, Nation of Islam. And as you know, Malcolm X was assassinated. And they claim that as a victory. Mm. The FBI did. In, oh, their, really? yeah. in yeah. the documents that were found? Right. Okay. Well, yeah, they were proud. Of, they were They're happy like, about yes. it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so they managed to sow enough de- discord or would to make right. it happen. Yeah. So they felt that they had, yeah, they felt like they had but harbored the, the environment that made it right. possible. So the, the thing is, is King and Malcolm X, they, they eventually, they started having talks to like come to common grounds and stuff because they understood a unifying movement was powerful. Right. So, no, it's, okay, so Fred Hampton was, um, they were also really, he was, like, a, a really, he was a bright light, he was the head of the Black Panthers, he was a young man, um, and he was, they were really nervous about him, because he, like, led, like, he was serving, like, free breakfasts, um. Oh, like so black, dangerous. <laughs> well, I think you know. <laughs> First, it's free breakfasts. <laughs> and, um, but they thought that, you know, between Martin Luther King and like that, yeah, this is what they were afraid of. Um, so this is a, uh, this is like another block of text. Okay. So, um, by the late 1960s, with the rise of more militant figures like Malcolm X and groups like the Ma- uh, Black Panthers, the Bureau was even more concerned, um, an effective coalition of black nationalist groups by definition um, included virtually every civil rights organization. Um, and they said it might be the first step towards, and I'm quoting here, a real Mau Mau in America. The, yeah. The beginning of a true black revolution referring to the 1950s anti-colonial rebellion in British Kenya. Mm. Um, and so the same memo noted that one of the goals of COINTELPRO, um, was to prevent the rise of such a messiah who could unify and electrify, um, the black national movement. Right. Yeah. God forbid. But can you, can because you Because it would be language? horrible if there was positive change for anybody in this country ever yeah. anybody ever who's not, who's not you know male and white and yeah living yeah so yeah okay so this is where i got it so um so malcolm x could be one they said in the memo this is again leaked to the press this was in their memo yeah um had he not been assassinated something the fbi privately took credit for um having exacerbated a factional split um, Martin Luther King, should he abandon his supposed obedience to white liberal doctrines, mm. again, that's a quote, mm. of nonviolence. Mm. And then one year later, Chicago police raided the apartment of Fred Hampton, the 21-year-old charismatic chairman of the Black Panther mm. Party, killing him in the process. Um, and the police fired... 90 bullets into the apartment oh, using God. submachine guns. God. Um, well, if he just oh, hadn't resisted. Oh. oh, wait. Guys, now now listen. The police claimed oh. they put the Panthers had opened fire first. The later oh. evidence proved this to be false. Oops. <laughs> Too bad we didn't oh. have cell phones Gross. back then. Well, and I'm sure there was a, you know, there was an inquiry and there was some sort of justice, like a right? a really, really uh, intense investigation. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But apparently, <laughs> so his bodyguard was an FBI informant, and he had oh god he had provided the floor plan to Hampton's apartment. So don't know why they needed it. Don't know why they needed to go in there with submachine guns. Yeah, shoot it up ninety times. Right, but you gotta hit your target. And- and anybody else who happens to be in there, well, and, I guess. And I guess it is coincid- It is coincidental that the three stars of the movement died by gunfire. Right. But I mean, that, I guess that's a coincidence. Right. I, well, yeah, you're talking about how they F- this was the, the Chicago police, right? Who did this, right? Right. It's all orchid, yeah. The, the and they and like in these files, the FBI talks about stoking the the police yeah. in different places right. to go in and start, you know, a ruckus. Quote, Are you talking about order. federal yeah. agents and going bas- into cities and no messing with? No, I'm talking about go with them pitting, like stoking the fire of like fear and stuff. You know, like well, what's going on in that neighbor neighborhood? Uh, yeah. Quote, you know, and. And making, putting things out there like, oh, God, they have so many guns. Or what about, it's, and just giving Feeding the them information that would give them a better excuse. Cause yeah. To, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're just looking for a cause right. anyway. Guys, do you know how crazy you sound right now? <laughs> this sounds <laughs> like conspiracy. Yeah. Well, fortunately, fortunately, it, it all ended. It Thank all goodness ended it's what, done. Thank so. goodness it's done now. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, because after this was exposed in 71, nothing like this ever happened again. And I'm so glad we get to move on from these dark, dark times in our history. And that's why we're talking about it, because this never, like, that was the end of it. Everything's great now. Yeah. No. It is total transparency. We learned We've our lesson. We've made a lot of progress. And I just, guys, I do not want you to Google what happened to the leaders of the Ferguson movement because they are fine. (laughs) They are all good, everybody. They are alive. They are, they they have not been, they have not been killed. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying, even, even modern civil rights uh, leaders, they're not living out their natural lives either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's going to be a lot of, um, too late for that. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just, I just want to read this if, if y'all think this, if, if I shouldn't include it, let okay. me know. But okay. I think it's super creepy. It's so blood creepy. Yow. Okay. Okay. The purpose of the new counterintelligence endeavor is to expose, disrupt, misdirect, discredit, or otherwise neutralize the activities of black nationalist hate-type organizations and groupings, their leadership, spokesmen, membership, and supporters, and to counter their propensity for violence and civil disorder. The activities of all such groups of intelligence interest to this bureau must be followed on a continuous basis, so we will be in a position to promptly take advantage of all opportunities for counterintelligence and to inspire inspire actions in instances where circumstances warrant. The pernicious background of such groups, their duplicity and devious maneuvers must be exposed to public scrutiny where such publicity will have a neutralizing effect. 
Yeah, like Martin Luther King. Yeah, let's tell everybody. This textbook? <laughs> you mean this the same textbook? One. <laughs> oh, really? You have the same text? Oh, yeah. She's got I've it. Highlighted. <laughs> oh, sweet. You want to take it over, in? No, no, no. Oh, are you, are you going to go into the goals? That's a good one. Oh, okay. Well, no, I've only oh got... Let's see. Maybe we have... Efforts of various groups to consolidate their forces or to recruit new or youthful adherents. My other highlighted passage, well, that line, that line. Must be frustrating. New or youthful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No opportunity should be missed to exploit. Oh, okay, wait. Well, I don't know which one, what, what part did you like, Anne? I like, I, I circled that, that, the top, the top line of that paragraph, and then the, the consolidator forces, and the strategy of, um, Going through cooperation of established local news media. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, that was a lie. And 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 it and the, the to ensure the targeted group is disrupted, ridiculed, yeah. or discredited through the publicity and not merely publicized. And oh, and not merely publicized. So what I took that to mean, like, it's not just. I, well, I think I it sounds I like we don't Actually, just we that. don't just tell them what they're doing. We also tell them how to talk about what they're doing, right? Right. We yes. also like you. Okay. tweak it and spin it so that they seem like, yes. you know, not just yes. like, oh, they're organizing. Can you imagine? It's like, oh, no, they're organizing right. and they're violent and pernicious and duplicitous and awful. Like, and they want to destroy everything that you know. But this mm-hmm. this one was really telling to me because no opportunity should be missed to exploit through counterintelligence techniques the organizational and personal conflicts of the leaderships mm-hmm. of the groups where possible an effort should be made to capitalize upon existing conflicts between competing black national organizations when an opportunity is apparent to disrupt or neutralize black nationalists hate type mm-hmm. organizations through the cooperation of established local news media contacts mm-hmm. or through such contact with sources available to the seat of government. So essentially, and, the, and that's important to remember now as well, yeah. is that in this, not only for like civil rights groups, but any groups on the left is like, when you feel like, cause I see this all the yeah. time is that, you know, there's like internal fights and I'm just like, Guys, you are not seeing the forest for the right. trees here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like we're all on the same side. If you're, if we're fighting for each other on these things, like, w- like we all have the same goals. Yeah. You know. I feel like right. you know right. that thing of like to take advantage of existing conflict. Right. It's not just take advantage of existing conflict. It's like go in there, amplify it. Like, give that conflict the loudest voice in all of the discussions Mm -hmm. and, like, watch as they tear themselves apart, right? Or actually... Or the 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 media does. Or Or actually put people in there. This is... is, It's setting up, like, the Malcolm X versus Martin Luther King. This either or, you know? And to say, and, and the thing of it is, is that when people say that it isn't happening now, of course it's happening now. It's so easy to do. It, the it, it it would be crazy. It's cheap. It's easy. 
and it's yeah. constant. Well, and now the, we the have if, not only social media, but now we have like infotainment, which that wasn't around then. Like you don't you didn't have Fox exactly. News back then, where there was something like right, right. Yeah, it's it's like well, how do you how do you explain you know if the the their criminal background or their uh, or the looting or you know exactly it's it's using the same things to discredit and basically blow off any credibility. Well, blow off discredit, aka not give credence credency. What (laughs) credency? Okay. I'm going to say words the same way no. in different ways. Well, now, okay. you know, you've but, got you've got um, one news organization that's got the president's ear and, you know, can just amplify his his um, whatever nonsense he's spouting, but whatever agenda he's got and and he can take their cues from them. Like it's like such a like give and take there. Yeah. And you can just really say whatever you want about an organization like well, I, I, it, to piggyback off of that, yeah. Cezanne, because I, I know, I know everyone loves when you say that <laughs> phrase. Um, <laughs> but, um, to, to see the technique we're describing in action, um, so we have a, a civil rights movement happening as we speak, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, there are several sev- black, black trans ma- bl- uh, black lives matter, black trans lives matter, all different guys, you know, um, yeah. uh, defund the police, but you know, just, just a, a basic, um, is there a way that we could, uh, look at the way, um, the police behave in our communities. Is there a way? <laughs> Once again, can, can we, we possibly look at just yeah. take a look at? <laughs> can we approach it differently? Yeah. yeah. Is that something we? Okay. So we have a, a media outlet, Fox News, and as as described before, how 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 could the me- media outlet describe a civil rights movement? That we're trying to squash. What's a way we could do that? Right. Oh, let's see what Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Look, if he can't, if he can't pronounce right, pronounce. Yeah. Then I, re- yeah. I refuse to do the same. If Tucker yeah, Carlson. Like, how about I like? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't mispronounce Tucker. <laughs> if Tucker can't do, uh, if he can't do right by Kamala, then Tucker. How does he say it? <laughs> okay. How does he say it? I honestly, it, every it's way different. that that's that, not right. And someone just like, and someone was like, "Oh, it's Kamala," and he was like, "What? No, you, uh, what? I'm just, why, why does it matter, it matter what her actual name is?" <laughs> She's only on the BP ticket. How dare she have a name that year. I don't care to pronounce? I mean, the presidential ticket. What? It's one of the four names I have to learn for yeah. the... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will not inconvenience myself no, for one about. more moment for... Yeah. Seriously, I stop at three <laughs> names. Okay? I stop at three <laughs> syllables. 
show me the money for the fourth. <laughs> um, so this is what he says. Um, okay. The media, in their relentless, fawning coverage, usually describe Black Lives Matter as an activist group or a protest movement. Because that's it is. That's what it is. Right? Yeah. That's what they do. That's why. It's a yeah. pretty, pretty accurate yeah. description. <laughs> but that's deception by understatement. Black Lives Matter is not a collection of marchers with signs. I mean, it is, but okay. Like, objectively is. It's not a conventional political lobby like Planned Parenthood or the NRA. Okay, well, that's great. I don't that's know what you're talking honestly about Honestly, just because <laughs> yeah. they don't have the organization to possibly pay for a lobby at this point. Like, that just speaks yeah. against what he... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It is working to remake the country and then to control it. <laughs> it's a political uh, party. Yeah. It's so close to just taking <laughs> over. You can tell how close it is. Yeah. We're teetering on the edge, America. Yeah, because you're si- Hey, are you still on the news getting paid? Like, on the TV? Well, then I would say, like, they're not. no one's taking over because, you know, I think I would fire uh, Okay. As of tonight, <laughs> he says... Black Lives Matter may be the single most powerful party in the United States. Oh my god. <laughs> so liar. More powerful than the billion dollar lobbyists that control like Also, I love how he says the media yeah. says as though he's not Yeah. media. As though he's not you? the media making up shit as he goes along. What's up? Yeah. Gross. So, to, again, to say that these techniques are not in use at the moment, <laughs> I mean, they are. So just, you know, keep an eye yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Well, guys. <laughs> um, what can I say other than you're welcome? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you have so much information. Yeah. I mean, oh. just like the FBI wow. did. But you <laughs> didn't obtain it illegally. Right. So, yeah, yeah this was legal. Uh, yeah. So. Unfortunately, there's a lot of redacted information. And God, yeah. I wish every time I see redacted text. I you just, wish it was dacted. I, uh, <laughs> I wish it was dacted. I want it dacted back. I demand you dacted this. Read. Guys. It's like, why is it redacted? Why? Guys, I hope... What? Like, who are you mentioning? I hope that we have successfully infiltrated your hearts and minds. (laughs) And maybe, I don't know, (sighs) hypnotized your hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Put a spell on you. Put a spell on you. Um, Well, it was good to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I hope I work my influence machines on, uh, <laughs> yeah. on your thoughts. Hey, it, uh, listeners, why don't you start your own influence machines? That's right. <laughs> That's right. And uh, I don't know, maybe tell one other person. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe, maybe it's somebody that you don't like. <laughs> that's the thing they have the impression that you're friends and you recommend the podcast to them it could be an in-law 
Um, Maybe you want to piss somebody off. Hey, look, this could be a spite We're recommendation. Here for you. <sighs> yeah, just one other person. I look, I, we appreciate you sticking around at this point for years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a little secret between you and us. <laughs> Tiny little secret. Uh, that you have, again, just shared between the two of us and not one other soul. <laughs> uh, and that's okay. But you could, you could again, tell one other person out of spite. And um, we wouldn't be mad at you. Especially during the quarantine. Look, everybody's standards yeah. are lower now. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Everyone's super bored. Super bored. <laughs> super bored. They're super poor. Uh, they're super sad. <laughs> They're super sad. Um, <laughs> super sad. They're uh, super. By they, I, I'm including myself. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we. Yeah, it's almost super uncertain of uh, what's gonna happen. Super freaked out. Um, But um, well, we again, as always, we appreciate you for um, you know listening. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Um, Yeah. Do you want to do your the Gmail or Facebook or whatever? Or no? (laughs) Does it matter? Yeah. No, for sure. You want to hear um, those things? Does it not? I don't care. You don't care, Ann? I don't like hearing that. No, well, I mean, I... No, it's not that I don't care. I just didn't know if you were eliminating it on no, purpose. because usually that's what you ended with. I forgot with. it. No. I was just going on pre- previous experience. No, I appreciate it. Okay, if you do want to get okay. in touch with us, and, and based on our, <laughs> our past experience, you do. Um, it's Axopod at Twitter. Axopod at Facebook. Axopod at Gmail. That goes straight to Anne and she won't check it. She will not. <laughs> Axopod, six feet away. From your mother's house. <laughs> Wearing a mask. <laughs> Wearing a mask respectfully. Um, and Instagram, Axopod Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's got to be it. That feels like all of it. Yep. It's, it feels like an exhaustive list. So far. List. <gasps> oh, that's right. And we're on a we're on a, a network now. It's Age of Radio. Because we're big time. Thanks, a- so big. Thanks, a- Age of Radio, for hosting this episode yeah. and podcast series. Yeah. Brought to you Appreciate by it. us. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right. Are we saying goodbye? Yeah. Say goodbye. Yeah, we're saying goodbye. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Bye. It's been a while. Oh, no. Bye, guys. Okay. Goodbye now.